This is Down Home Dysfunction with your host, Ariel. Fuck you, and here's to me. And Drew. <laughs> you just fucking skunk sprayed <laughs> the floor. <laughs> Episode six. Fuck yeah, we uh, finally made it work. You know, we have a special fucking guest today, and that would be our own dysfunctional uncle, fucking Nady. Hey guys, glad to finally <laughs> be on here. You finally made it to the casting couch, dude. I know it only took what five five episodes. Seven, oh no, we're on. We're about six? to be on six, baby. You did just say that. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be sixth episode. This is a month and a half of just trying to record anything at all and uh so far i think we've made it work yeah i've watched you guys record some that's kind of like i was there yeah you might as well have been in the room for at least one of them i think but yeah uh so today we have a fucking shitload of stuff to discuss especially because we have our special guest nate uh between like you get to tell us about how fun it was growing up with fucking Thatcher in the house and all of our pets and all of the crazy shit that's happened with all of us together. Definitely has been a little interesting growing up with a with family, I guess. Is has, it been, has it been any like sort of dysfunction to you as well? I mean, I, I think we could all agree there's been some dysfunction, <laughs> especially during the probably the first year and a half I was probably the main source of dysfunction but nothing beats me being being pregnant and nate coming on from an underway like what was it the two-month underway and him being mildly intoxicated and being like you're big (laughs) it's not an (laughs) insult to pregnant women and i was like already like in my feels about me gaining a shitload of weight and i was you know what like five months pregnant when he left he comes back and i'm like i might have been six months pregnant he comes back and i'm like you know obviously like about to pop and he's like you're big i'm like (laughs) in all fairness though you were you got it wasn't like you were fat i was fucking huge your belly was massive i was Like, like the little girl on uh willy wonka like the blueberry girl you could have just rolled me. <laughs> I mean, being pregnant on such a small frame, it was like a very prominent stomach. It was, it was, it was a prominent love. everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Belly, nose, fucking cheeks, my ass, like two double doors. It was awful. It was a good time, though. No, for y'all. For y'all. Okay. It was a great time. For me, I was miserable. Yeah. We uh we used to go get Danny's barbecue together uh down the road from Fuck my house. Y'all. I forgot and about Danny's. Dude, I fucking miss Danny so much. So if you're ever in Washington, uh specifically if you're in like the Bremerton, Washington area and you're like, Oh yeah, I live in a shithole outskirts of fucking uh Seattle and you wanna get some banging ass fucking barbecue, Nate and I specifically went God, it, we, I think we made it at least once a week to fucking Danny's. Bare, bare minimum. I know I Uber Eats Danny's or drove there like, probably Danny's like three times a week. Their brisket mac and cheese is just 
out of this world. Hey, shout out to Danny's. Yeah, I, dude. I hope you hear this someday. That place <laughs> fucks so hard. But Ariel could not fucking eat that shit at all to save her fucking life. Uh, you know, and then there was the time that we all decided to have family dinner together. And right after, Ariel and I are laying in bed and Ariel's like, hey, uh, well, what do you want to watch on, on Netflix or something or TV at all? And I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't fucking know. Uh, why don't you pick? And she's like, no, I really want you to choose. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. She's never going to make me do this again. I will make fucking sure of it. And sure enough, I put on fucking extreme orders. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and if anyone knows me, you know that I can't take that level of nasty. She keeps a fucking tight ship in this house. And there's days that I like come home and the house is literally fucking sparkling and squeaking. And so I was like... I bet if I pick this, she's never going to ask me to fucking watch TV again with her. (laughs) And sure enough, we're sitting there and like the first episode we watch, we had this dude and Ariel at this point is like, no shit, probably six, seven months pregnant. And so we're watching and it's an episode where this dude who his house, like floor to ceiling is just old fucking newspapers, cat food. Dude has no cats. They probably died like years ago. They were still in the house. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the house. Not, not even bagged. Just fucking bones. <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> then they walk outside and he has a shed and he opens the shed Makes up for, the, for the TV people. And inside there's just a bunch of five gallon buckets. And you're like, dude, I guess this guy loves to paint. And they open one of the buckets and it's literally full of shit. <laughs> And <laughs> old shit buckets literally did a backflip in my wife's stomach and she just yeah because at first i was like they don't say what's in the buckets and we had already found out earlier in the episode that he had like uh, mm, um he had like milk like gallon m- milk jugs um, of like pee in his house because his toilet was so nasty that it wouldn't flush. And so he just kept the piss in like. He kept it. Mm-hmm. Gallon jugs. He kept it. And uh, then we go like they go out to the shed and uh, yeah, he he kept his shit in the buckets. Mm-hmm. That's where it got me. But in all fairness to that guy, if you're brewing up something real special, you can't just let that go. <laughs> You're the only human in the world. <laughs> Sometimes I'm sad to see it go, you know. I'm like, that was... I felt that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, dude. From start to finish. But as soon as I ate that Rofo all the way to the came out, I was like, <laughs> that's going to be a special one. <laughs> Wish I could hold on to that. As soon as I saw her making that sandwich, I'm like, that one. Dude. That's going to be a special poop later. <laughs> <laughs> that extra Chesapeake sauce, mm. mm-hmm. dude. Chesapeake sauce. Yes, yes. Yo, I think that we've all had like our special share of fucking Rofo incidents too. No, wait, hold on. We didn't finish old shit buckets. Oh, <laughs> I want you to. I want to tell you though what my husband says. So I've immediately after seeing this, I'm like, uh, 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 I'm running to the bathroom. Yeah, we're four steps from a toilet yeah, in our and bath, I want you. Bathroom. I want you to know. Thinking about this moment now, I violently want to throw up. Um, and my husband comes in there. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to be so supportive. No, 
I'm violently vomiting. He does hold my hair, but what he says, and and I quote, old shit buckets got you, didn't he? <laughs> All these years later, I have Nate tell me, you're big. And then I have Drew going, oh shit buckets, got you. We were supportive in Y'all were ways. so supportive. Dude. <laughs> I swear. Uh, and then there was, uh, ooh, probably one of my favorite memories of the Washington house was coming home and I'd had a long ass fucking day at work. I I used to not get home to see the sun for like three months in, uh, when we were in Washington. Partially because, you know, there is like no sunlight in the winter years of fucking Washington, but also uh, I just would work late. So I would come home. And sure enough, generally, like, Ariel almost always had dinner cooked, house clean, because she likes, she likes a tight ship, you know? And so I would I would eat something straight out the microwave from dinner. Uh, but this one time I got home, and I walk in the door, and we had, a, we had another dog at the time whose name was Winston, who I think everyone can collectively say they hated that fucking dog um he would attack me because i was pregnant i think he attacked me on purpose no you walked in the house and that dog before you even cracked the door he was all up on top of you my bedroom door was about two inches away from the front door and it was just a straight mall fest yeah i I couldn't get to my room fast enough yeah everybody like shit on me because like we rehomed him and he went to a good home i mean it's not like i took him to the pound i mean he went to portland to like a you know, a loving some home. Fucking hipsters, dude. Yeah. They love that dog. Yeah, but like, I mean, I was very pregnant in a very, you know, and he, sensitive spot. I forget what kind. Of, he wasn't he like a. He was an Aussie. Or, yeah, he needed some room to run. Yeah, he, he needed some room to run. Exactly. Yeah, and on top of that, I'm pretty sure every time you walked in the door, Nate, he would literally just try and like just punch you right in the nuts. Just minute one. It's like every dog knows that I hate them, and <laughs> it, they just, they attract me. Yeah, they love you. Fuck, man. They're uh, like, love me. Please love me. I can be like a cat, maybe. Sort of. Meow. <laughs> I will never love you. <laughs> meow bark. Yeah, and so this one time, I come home, and I walk into a fucking snowstorm happened in our house. Oh, that's before I went out of work. Before yeah. I had to get, um, what the fuck was I on? Bed rest, yeah. Yeah, dude. And so I walk in, and Ariel, on top of keeping a tight ship, also keeps a fucking pillow collection. I mean, mm-hmm. even now, we have no less than probably 15 pillows in our living room to spread between two couches and a chair. Me and Drew are on the couch right now, and we are on the edge of our seats. There is <laughs> zero room to Hush sit. Hush your mouth. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, there's 12 pillows in this room. 15 there is, of them are on the ground. <laughs> no, so stop. He's telling lots. There's four on the love seat. There's one, two, three, four, five, six on the actual couch, which is a standard size couch and i have a one There's... a two <laughs> two pillows on the chair uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's the number of the day uh, uh, uh. anyway i have 12 pillows but they are all spread about and when they are on the couch they are very decorative and they look fantastic 
And when you get a fucking sweet-ass Australian Shepherd who lives in a fucking apartment in Washington, all those pillows look like fucking snowflakes when you walk in the door. It's also so. our fault because we didn't research his breed enough, and I feel really bad about it. Yeah, you. I think you saw like just a picture, and you're like, oh my fucking God, he's so cute. Yeah. I want him. Yeah, we should have really researched it and done him some justice, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, and so I walk in, and every fucking pillow in our living room that we had at the time, which was probably about as many as we have now, which we had to restock, of course, were torn into pieces and there was no floor left. Like you could not see any of our fucking floor in our living room. It was nothing but fucking feathers and like weird down shit that we had because we had nice fucking pillows. And so we're just like, uh, Oh, fuck. So I walk in. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, this dog is going to get fucking murdered if my wife sees this. So I grab a trash bag as fast as I can. And I am just violently scooping up feathers and down and all this like fucking pillow shit off of our floor. And I'm doing this for like 30 fucking minutes. And I'm not even like halfway done. And I hear a door open that is my bedroom door. And I'm like, what the fuck? And Ariel comes out and she goes, oh, yeah, I didn't want to clean that up. I was really tired from work. I was. No, I came home from work. This is like about to fall. Is it right? Is this the right way? Is that good? Yeah, that's so much better. It was like literally about to fall. So I was like. What, like two months pregnant? I mean, not two months, like three months pregnant. I was so exhausted. Any mommies out there that are listening to this know when you're first pregnant, you're exhausted. It's all about sleep. And you just want to sleep and not be bothered. And you just are so tired. It's like like an exhaustion that you can't explain. Which I feel because sometimes I come home and then I got to like surf or something. So I don't get to take a nap that day. Mm -hmm. And I am just tuckered. Yeah. That's true. Uh, It's got to feel the same. You like to nap as soon as you get home from work like every fucking day. It's just like, I don't know. Like, it's like you haven't, you could sleep the whole night. You could go to bed at six o'clock. You could sleep the whole night till 10 o'clock the next day, get up and eat, take a shower, do whatever. And then by one o'clock, you're like, fuck, I could sleep again. You're just like, I'm busy making eyeballs and shit like Ali Wong. I mean, like, you're fucking busy. But, like, you're just so exhausted. And um, anyways, I came in that day from work. And I had, like, I can't remember if we had, like, a small caseload that day because I was working in the main OR or what. But I came in from work and I saw all the shit because we were trying not to crate Winston because he, like, he did have a lot of energy. And I was like, okay, if we just keep him, like, around the apartment, like... You know, he can just, like, hang out during the day or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) No. He, I saw the mess. I just saw it, and I was like, fuck this. Fuck this. I'll deal with this later. I'm going to fucking bed. I'm going to take a nap. He can stay right the fuck. I did take him outside and let him potty, and then I went back in. I closed the bedroom door so he couldn't fuck with me, and I went to bed. Dude, it was so bad. And so she, when she comes out and she's like, oh, yeah, I was... I was going to do that later, I guess. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, you already knew about it, so I guess I'm not here as worried. And then not like a few more minutes later, we're like almost done cleaning up. And Nate strolls out of his fucking bedroom 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I literally saw that. And I was like, oh, my God, dog, you're going to (laughs) die. And I was like, dude, everyone fucking saw this. And I got home and I'm the one just scooping this shit up, thinking that, like, no one is at home yet. And I was like, fuck, man, this is, that was such trash. Yeah, I mean, pretty lazy boys on my part, but, you know, I was making your son. So. I did not want a dog, so I he chose like, not to clean exactly. up the stuffing. He was like, I have no, did have no part in this, so see ya. <laughs> Dude, and then, uh, so when, Nate, when you first moved in with us, uh, when we were at our first apartment. On the uh, couch? Yeah, dude, and you were living in the couch room. Cooley's bed. <laughs> Tim Earl's <laughs> fucking bed, baby. And, uh, dude, it was like a fucking slumber party every night when we first got to wow. our ship. Ariel, like, I feel for her. Which I appreciate because I was uh, living on the ship, which is completely awful. There's rarely hot water, which in Bremerton in the winter means your shower water is like, I don't know, 45 degrees it has a stay time of like two minutes if that <laughs> that's standing out of the water and just splashing yourself <laughs> Dude. so even even the couch I, I i don't feel like i stayed on the couch as much as i remember but you guys told me i did a lot i i don't know it was it was very well, much appreciated though because that shit sucked yeah i remember at one point we had a slumber party at the house where it was like you Tim, and then um fucking god there was i think there was like one or two other people that were also just always at the house and so fucking it was like no shortage of people in our first tiny little apartment and there was like six people who live there in general anyway yeah it was a fuck, just a stack of bodies just always in the living room so fucking everybody's like crowding around the tv and then we got the dog yeah, I moved from my one little apartment by myself yeah, to you, a fraternity. Yeah, you had like a two-bedroom apartment, and then you moved into another two-bedroom apartment with about 12 fucking people. Yeah, across <laughs> the country. I moved from my little, you know, by myself, whatever, in South Carolina to a fucking frat Dude. in Washington. That's what happens when you're in the military and you make zero money. And staying on the ship sucks. You just all pile your resources by the smallest apartment and shove as many people as you can in there. Yeah, it's a it's a Mexican crack house for sure. Until I came along and told you, I was like, I'm not living like this and I will go back home. And then sure enough, we got another apartment and we moved one person in with us and it was Nady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they got married. So we got they got BH and then I was married so i had half bah and uh it's, it's just what you gotta do to be in the military is get married that's true he it's was pro married gamer tip. without wife <laughs> i was uh geo batching my wife was somewhere else yeah that's true it worked out really well though so you still had some money in and uh yeah then we were all bulling together just kicking it with our boys and at one point i remember we had not really moved a new roommate to the couch situation, but one of the guys that uh, we had gone to school with had finally shown up to Washington, and so we mm-hmm. accidentally housed him for, what, like four days before you ran him off? <laughs> no, no. Christmas, he was 
had come in right before Christmas and he had nobody to be with for Christmas. So I offered for him to come eat Christmas dinner with us. And he took that as, okay, I'm going to come stay the like days before Christmas, Christmas Day. He sat there awkwardly while we opened Christmas gifts. I didn't even know he was going to be there for Christmas or I would have like got him something. So it wasn't so fucking awkward. That's true. We kind of look like assholes. Yeah. I totally forgot that was around Christmas. That is super awkward. Yeah. So (laughs) awkward. I was like, "Um, okay, like I just thought you were going to be for dinner. It was just fucking awkward. Um, because it was mine and Drew's like first, like you know, it like, was our first Christmas together in like living, living together. together. Yeah, so I was like, "Why are you fucking here?" Like it wasn't our first Christmas together, but it was our first Christmas like living together, like in our own place. And um, I don't know. I was like, "You're fucking ruining ruining this for me, dude." Anyways, irrelevant. So he stayed. After Christmas, because he still wasn't like on the ship, was that what it was? Like he hadn't checked in. There was some. Yeah, he was some coming hiccup. back. He was still like on his transfer leave, mm-hmm. but he had like moved to Washington. Was basically living out of his car or in like a hotel or something, mm-hmm. and he was able to like eat on like the base and stuff for free. But he really didn't have like anywhere to go because he still had like a couple of days before he could check in. He could have stayed. In the hotel on base, though. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely. I don't think it was the fact that he was there. It was, like, how he was there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he would have been chill, like Nate was, or if he would have been chill like Cooley, which is our other, um, like, Navy friend, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, Tim Earl, baby. Yeah, so if he'd have been chill like him or, like, respectful, I'd have been, like, whatever, I wouldn't have gave a fuck. But when you, I, I would come home at whatever the end of the workday was then, so I was like, Two thirty, three in the afternoon, yeah. and homeboy's just still bedded up on the couch, Netflixed, like nothing. Four just, fucking dirty plates sitting around. Yeah, <laughs> just chilling. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Or like he would have like liquor, like liquor bottles, like all over the couch or all over the floor, like two liters of Coke just sitting around, glasses everywhere, like. That's not how we roll, homie. Like, maybe, like, not liquor everywhere, but, like, I mean, I have a toddler now, so the house was, like, trash. But I had plenty of liquor around back then. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I don't really care. Just, like, clean up after yourself. Like, you're a guest in my home. That's true. But, uh, but also, like, when any of us have liquor, it is, like, out of reach of a child. Exactly. Which at, the time, at the time, we didn't have a child, uh, so that was, like, almost a moot point. But the real problem was fucking slob ass dude Mm -hmm. (laughs) just four dirty plates guaranteed just straight chilling uh anywhere that we were uh like he was all in the living room with like a bunch of dirty plates yeah he'd have like a handle of fucking jack daniels sitting literally on the floor next to the couch and then like two two liters of like random fucking like coke and dr pepper also and like stated before, Ariel runs a tight ship. She likes to keep the house in fucking tip-top shape. And Homeboy was not about the fucking program. Well, not only just that, though, but, like, what the straw that broke the camel's back. And he was disrespectful. Like, he was just an asshole. He was just a motherfucker. I think Homeboy's <laughs> just very unaware. Yeah. So, the straw that broke the camel's back was, um, I came home from work at, like, because I worked a 7-3 to three shift at the hospital. So... I came home from work after being scrubbed in all day, and I'm pregnant too, mind you. 
You um, big. I was not big at this point. I was barely pregnant. I was like <laughs> maybe like two months long. And um, I came home from work and I walk in and he's chilled up, posted up on the couch. And I came in, I went to get something to drink. And one of my plates, my mom had sent me some new plates for Christmas. Oh, fuck. I remember and this. And one of my plate, my brand new plates that I wanted and I'd been eyeing these plates and Drew and I at the time were broke as shit. Dude. Like we were broke as fuck. Like I didn't have the money for these plates that I wanted. I just knew I wanted them. Um, so my mom had sent them to me for Christmas. I was so excited about these plates. It was like my first set of like matching plates and nice plates. One of my plates was broken in the sink. I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. At least cover it up homeboy. Yeah. At least throw it in the trash. (laughs) I mean, he just left it in the sink. Yeah, and you I like that shit. I picked the plate up. I put okay. it in the trash, and I don't know if Nate. Like, did you know that I was pissed off? Because I remember, like, you took him somewhere. Like, you guys went and got like. I remember you guys left. I, I like I, I really don't remember much of that time. I I know we did at one time go to a bar. Yeah, and like go get some like wings or something. Like I think football was going on or whatever, but I. I don't really remember the whole situation. Anyways, I remember Nate and him leaving because I went to my bedroom. So I was like, if I don't go to my bedroom right now, I'm literally like the redneck Georgia bitch is about to come out. And I'm about to <laughs> literally lose my mind on this dude. Like, yeah, it's about to go down. Dude. She's going to drop some yeehaws. I'm about to drop a yee <laughs> She was about to have a peel of fight from hell, dude. <laughs> Fuck y'all. We'll get to that. So, uh. These bastards. So I go in my bedroom and I'm just sitting there fuming while I hear them leave. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that dude. He's not watching any more fucking TV in my house. Fuck him. I go out to the go out to the uh, living room. I grab the Roku remote. I take the batteries. I set the remote back down and I'm like, watch some TV now, motherfucker. Petty fucking Betty here. I, I do remember that shit. <laughs> I think because I went to go watch TV or something, I'm like, yo, why the fuck is there no batteries in the remote? Like, Dude, there was nothing. <laughs> it was so I was bad. so mad. I, cleaned, I actually cleaned the living room up. I put all the pillows back. I folded that dude's blankets. And then I took the batteries. And so they come home to... And I went to bed, I think. Yeah, they came home to the perfectly clean house. And everything is where it should be, as it almost always is. And then they try to watch TV, and there's no batteries in the fucking remote. And so when I get home, uh, the homeboy goes, "Hey man, uh, is your does your wife like hate me or something?" I'm like, "I wouldn't say she hates you, but like, pretty sick of your ass." She definitely. you might have outstayed your welcome just a bit. You might want to just roll here for a while. Which does suck, right? Like, you, you get here, and then there ain't, like... Luckily, I was from Oregon, so, like, I just went home. But, like, you move out there, and you got nowhere to stay. But that's, like, at the same part, if you're going to have, like, you know, people are going to welcome you in their home. Like, you know, why don't you do your part? You and know? I feel like Nate can attest to this, too. Like, if we welcome you into our fold especially me i will do anything for you like i love you what no i I feel that yeah like i love you like family i will feed you i wash your clothes like i love you 
But the moment I decide I don't fucking like you, I won't do anything for you. Bruh. I won't talk to you. Would you. Like, I didn't know Drew. Well, actually, I met Drew like day four out of boot camp. And then I didn't ever, I didn't even realize it was him until like a few months or probably like a few weeks after he got to the ship. I was like, oh shit, weren't you in this little class thing that we did? But even then I didn't, I, I still don't know how long I stayed in your guys' little apartment, but sleeping on the couch, but uh, they, yeah, they were no hesitation. Like, do you want to rent a room? And then, yeah, I, I never felt unwelcomed or like it was, I, I, I even remember asking like, so like, what are the like rules, you know, in any like roommate situation, you kind of sit down and they're like, no rules, just whatever, you know, just don't be a big piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't. I don't really care. Like, I think I did was I think I did say like, if you're gonna have girls over, just don't be moaning and shit or something like that. Like, I think that was like one my only rule. I was like, if you're gonna bring bitches over, just they can't be in my room and don't be super loud when you have sex. Yeah, just make sure. Literally, never been an issue. So yeah, it better be subpar sex at best. All right. Yeah, (laughs) my specialty. (laughs) My specialty. But yeah, I think that's like the only thing I said was like, I don't want to hear you fucking. I think that's it, yeah, because the rest of it, I don't care. Like, I could give a shit less. Which yeah. you did give me the not very good headboard for that, so. I know, I did, but it's gone, gone now, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Tim Earl still comes over, and you're still making his favorite every fucking time he comes over, so. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. That's just the way I was raised, and, I mean, I'm, you know, you treat everybody like family, and then the moment they cross you, it's like, mm, yeah, Mighty. I wouldn't give you a pot to piss in. Yeah, we we've had a few fun times with uh that roommate since, but don't worry, he's he's definitely gone now. But uh yeah, and then of course while we were in Washington, you and I, Ariel got married, and then of course, you know, Nate and I, we also basically got married. It, it's a it's a civil partnership. <laughs> yeah, we do stuff. But <laughs> but uh butt stuff. Yeah, butt stuff. And Only when things she's at plant bar or something. Yeah. It's low key. Yeah, so there was this time that we had uh, our baby shower at the house, and at this point, like, Nate's working super ass late, like, shift work hours and stuff, and fucking, I used to have this, like, beer pong table, uh, well, I guess not really a beer pong table, it was more like a giant ass sheet of fucking plywood when uh, Ariel and I had first met in Charleston, and sure fucking enough, like, we had carried it with us to Washington, and I was like, alright, cool, we're gonna do this shit, um, so I pulled this thing out. It had a bunch of like signatures from everybody that we've kind of like grown up with in the Navy. Hold on. No, nobody wanted this piece of wood except Drew. This thing lived in my bedroom for another like exactly. two years behind. It was the size of my bedroom door. Dude. It was it just huge. Sat, it was ugly as fuck. It was just, it'd been a table that had been, or a piece of wood that had been partied on. It was disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was pretty fucking gross, which we got rid of it when we left Washington, which. Oh, wait, no. No, we didn't. It was actually still with us in uh, when we first moved to Virginia, actually. Yeah, yeah we, we, got, we got rid of it when we moved into this house. When we bought our house, I yeah. was like, it's not coming here. Yeah. Because I did not need that behind my fucking, in my room. Again. <laughs> there's nowhere else to put that giant ass piece of wood. Dude, it was huge. But we uh, we broke it out for the, the baby shower. And so we had like a huge baby shower at the house. It was like a bunch of people from work that like we were all friends with. 
Uh, they all came over supporting the shit, but Nate is working like hella late at this point, like super late shift work. So he comes home to like a giant ass baby shower bash that we're throwing. And he's like, Oh fuck. Knowing that he needed to pretty much sleep to get up the next fucking day and repeat. Uh, but he's still, <laughs> Yo, I'm he's, about it. I'm game. We'll, yeah. We'll play some flip club beer pong, whatever. And so you come home, and I remember you're like, "Oh fuck, well, I guess we're drinking then." And so, <laughs> but they're they're already tanked by the time I get there because it's like almost midnight. Except me. That's true. That is 100 percent true. Because obviously I was preggers. But you had made like that weird baby punch shit, dude. It- I fucked them all up. Nothing makes me happier than being the sober one and making the like hunch punch jungle juice, whatever, and watching them drop like flies. And drop they fucking did, dude. <laughs> Nate, at one point, you're like playing beer pong, running table, and fucking sure enough, one of the boys is trashed out of his fucking mind. And he had pregame before, which was already a stupid decision before coming to our house and letting Ariel just fucking murder him. And so he's trashed as fuck, stumbling around. No, no, no. Homeboy runs. He was outside or something. He came in through the front door. And I feel like you're getting into this situation. And I'm got my back to the front door and I just feel like it was like a slap on the back, but like a very slight, like it was like a pat on the back. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, what, like, what's up? And I turn around and are we saying his name? No. Okay. Well, homeboy, mystery man just <laughs> yaks down my entire back. Like. Just puke down from my shoulder <laughs> to my ass. And I didn't realize at first cause I was like, what's up? And he looks like he just threw up. And I like look over my shoulder. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And <laughs> man, I stripped damn near butt ass naked immediately. I, I was covered. <laughs> I was like maybe two drinks in just sober. Got off like been at work for like 10 hours. And then your boy just comes in, pukes on my back. <laughs> it was so bad. And like, I just remember looking over after hearing you go like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) I just look over and you are like in your fucking underwear and socks. Just. Well, yeah, I'm covered in Ariel's whatever, hunch punch, whatever she calls it. That just stinks. And plus there's like all sorts of like basically bar food snacks. And it was just chunks and liquor. Oh, no, I can't. I can't do that. It was so bad. It was so funny. <laughs> and then he proceeded to go outside and just be in the bush. Yeah. In just in a bush for like an hour. Yeah. He was in a bush? In. I don't yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he went out the backyard where all that like bark dust and shit were. And we're like, dude, uh, you, you gotta not be because he continued to throw up more out there. Yeah. He lived in the fucking bush back uh out back for like probably about an hour. That's like a hundred percent facts. But How did he, I miss that? Well, at the time you were you were hanging with Jenna, so. Um, but you're yeah. probably dealing with watching me strip down the other dude who just left the fullest ass shit in the toilet <laughs> and then passed out on dude, the ground. Ten Mind out of you. ten. That was the best shit of my life because me and her aren't friends anymore, and now I can like at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like whatever. But now that we aren't friends anymore, I just. That shit was so fucking bad. It's still to this day, what gets me is homeboys pass out on the ground, like massive, massive turn in the toilet mm-hmm. <laughs> and not a single square of toilet paper. Not one square, dude. That, 
no, no. It square. looks like he, it. Lo- it honestly looked like he just stood up because his <laughs> wife, his wife and I were friends, and it was like she was like, "Oh my god, where's you know whatever?" And I'm like, "I don't know," because I'm she's black the fuck out, and I'm like, you know, the sober one of everybody because I'm you know eight months pregnant. And I'm like, I don't know. Let's go find him. So I'm like looking everywhere and the door to the bathroom. So Nate's old room in our apartment, um, there was a door to the kitchen that you could go into the bathroom and then you could go in through Nate's room. Isn't that called like a Jack and Jill? Yeah, like, it was kind of like a Jack and Jill. Yeah, that's a really good um, term for it. So like, yeah, so you could go in that way. So the door was locked from the kitchen. So I was like, oh, well, fuck it. I'll go in through Nate's room. Well, sure as shit. He's <laughs> This dude is laying in the floor, pants half up, like a face plant. Gone. Gone. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And when I tell y'all, there was a turd, like, I, I don't even know. It was like a football. It dude. was that huge. Was, well, it was so big that we all collectively looked at it. Yeah. Like, when Which I'm all, not into, but... Yeah, when you all collectively look at a shit, like, that's impressive. Which yeah. goes back to old shit buckets. When you fucking produce something that good, you gotta... Might no. Might be able to save it, but you gotta no. take a gander at it. No, I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I I mean, and in that situation, like, you know, like, I, I work in the medical field. Like, I'm in people's guts all the time. Not so much anymore, because I'm more about titties, but... That's sounding really hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I mean, I'm more about titties, but, you know, I, there's a thing about poop. Like, I just. She's not a poop fan. Just not a, like, it's different when it's like impacted bowel or, you know. That dude's shit was impacted. Once it's come out of your asshole, I can't do it unless it's my son. Like, once it's (laughs) exited your body, I, I just. I yeah, can. it's fine if it's your son because then mm. it goes good with a side of goldfish. <laughs> I fucking hate y'all. I wanted to say that. <laughs> I fucking hate y'all. They can t- talk about the, the goldfish incident better than yeah, well, anyone. For, can you actually, I just thought about this. Homeboy, like, could you imagine how good that shit felt? Dude. It felt, I've never shit and passed out. That shit. <laughs> That had to have just been the best. But yeah, like you said, there was no toilet paper. It looks like he did shit and was going to pull his pants up. And then passed out. The best thing about it is his wife was like, oh my God. And then she like walks out and goes outside and parties with the neighbors. And then we proceed to drag his dead ass into our bedroom. Our bed Mm -hmm. just pulled his pants up, dragged his fucking dead ass to our bed and just threw him on the bed and didn't think about the fact that he hadn't wiped his ass. He just shit a fat turd mm-hmm. in our toilet and then died. And so we're like, oh, fuck. Like, this was days later when we finally processed, like, wait, no, no. one saw toilet paper, I, right? I rolled a towel under him. Oh, yeah. I did. Remember? Because I got, um, fuck, who did I get to help me? Zubrod? Was it Zubrod? Yeah, the big beefy Zubrod. one? Whoever was the beefy one? Yeah, he, he was buff back then. Yeah, I bro, I, they all fucking run together. Sorry, Zubra, you, you're still buff. Still buff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, whatever the big beefy one was, I got him to help me, like, roll him over so I could put a towel under him. I put one under his ass, and I put one under his face, just in case he vomited. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I immediately noticed there was no toilet paper in that toilet. I was like, damn. Maybe it was yeah. just days but later. But the best part about it was his wife was like, 
he'll be fine. And just went and partied with the sub guys. Dude, facts. <laughs> and he's like, it, it's fine. I was like, I basically had to go get her to be like, I'm taking y'all home. And she's oh. like, I'm not done. I'm like, you're done. Like, I'm I'm ready for you guys to leave. Yeah. I'm done, whether you are or not. Yeah, yeah. whether you're not you or not, go. like, I'm taking you home because it's like 2 a.m. Dude, it was, that shit was fucking wild. Yeah, it was wild. But yeah, I think that's why. Okay. Yeah, I think that was why. I think that's why the phantom throw up guy ended up throwing up on young Nady. But I don't know. Or maybe he was just like, he got too hammered and was just like, yeah, dude, who knows? (laughs) I just think it's fucking funny. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Don't worry. We're going to be right back. All right. And we're back. Had to take a quick bathroom break real quick. But yeah, so we discussed the old, all shit and incident and then uh yeah so i'm pretty sure that's that's almost exactly why our phantom puker decided to fucking throw up on you is because the door was fucking locked because big turds mcgee decided to fucking pass out and die on our floor but uh yeah let's go let's move back in keeping with the scene of uh the shit uh nate knows a lot more about the, the goldfish poo poo incident. Oh my gosh, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, this story is completely true. And it is not, not true. Up. It's not true. All right, so we're chilling. And there's some things I will never understand about parents. And I've watched this happen multiple times. But this uh, specific incident, we had the. I, I'm, I'm on the love seat. When Ariel and Thatcher passed out on the on the big couch, and somehow they're they're sleeping, and I don't know what, but her hand just ends up in all of Thatcher's shit, just covered. It looked like she was making brownie batter and got too excited, <laughs> and instead of dipping the finger, she dipped her whole ass hand. And I don't do children like that. So I look over and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You got shit all up on your hand. So I'm like, cool. Aerie's about to go deep clean. Aerie walks into the kitchen. I hear the water run for maybe like an eighth of a second. Probably. Just enough for a spritz. It was like, yeah, maybe her hand got a little wet. Mm -hmm. And then she immediately (laughs) dips her hand right into a gallon jug of goldfish. Yep. And I know there was shit still on it because when she pulled her hand out, she didn't have a fist. It was just stuck to it. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're completely right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she just went to town. So. They're completely wrong. We haven't First stopped. First off, your timing is so inaccurate. I fucking used Ajax soap to get the shit off my hands because it was a sticky shit. It was a sticky shit. I could tell, by the way, the goldfish were on your hand. <laughs> Fuck you, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I was going to bring it up. Drew did. Dude, it was... <laughs> well, I don't think we've stopped talking about that every time that Thatcher's, like, pooped or something. We'd Snack be like, time, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's going to be sad when I'm gone. It's going to be a real bummer she doesn't get ragged on 24-7. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, I am going to be sad when you're gone, but I'm not going to miss getting ragged on, honestly. Dude. Yeah, and Nate has finally learned how to do the Southern speak because I remember, so, you know, like we said, Nate is from Oregon originally. I'm from Florida, the the dirty South. The dirty South, okay. And Ariel's from fucking Georgia. Is Florida even a southern state? It sure is. Yeah, okay. No, it's not. There's a lot of people that wear camo and say roll tide. Yeah, because you guys try to be southern. You try to have some a semblance of being southern. Yeah, you don't even have an accent. Ones. Like you're what are you? I mean, my accent is like all but gone if I'm He's not a Florida man. Yeah, you're you, none of you guys have accents. I wrestle gators for a living. <laughs> mm. But I remember Nate and Ariel like first meeting each other and Nate would literally be like Ariel would say <laughs> any fucking statement and like guaranteed for the first like couple months the first thing out of Nate's mouth was like wait what the fuck did you just say okay this this wasn't just me you live in the northwest we don't really have accents so anybody out in Washington because we can go to the brownie meat story oh we will it wasn't it wasn't just me but I think the first yeah, every time she'd like say something to me and I wasn't being rude, I'd be like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Or I don't know what I said. And I'd have her repeat it like three times. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I have no idea. And luckily I had Drew as the old translator. I so it looked like Ariel just spoke Chinese and Drew's just <laughs> interpreting for me at any given moment. I'm like, yo, I don't I don't know what she's asking me. And that's where we got Peelas from. <laughs> 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 like we i used to sleep on the couch so one night she's like you want pillow and i'm like i don't what <laughs> and she's like you want pillow and i was like i don't know i don't what you want a pillow to like sleep on and i'm like i don't want to sleep on a pillar no and drew's like she's she's asking if you want a pillow would you like a pillow i was like oh yeah fuck yeah I want oh a pillow. yeah that's all he had to say was a pillow all uh, get getting some all for some some fries and stuff <laughs> and uh dude we <laughs> so we went to there was a grocery store in washington it's called safeway it's like i think a primarily northwestern thing because fucking i ain't seen a fucking safeway since we left the northwest guaranteed fucking teed they got you know Publix and shit out in this part of the world but we went to this fucking safeway and because ariel pregnant ariel has a fucking craving for brownies, like, is about to fucking die uh, if she doesn't get some damn brownies. That was Actually, like I don't think I was pregnant. I had just got to Washington. I think I was on my period. Good. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I, I know feel you like though. it's the same thing. You were Cl- Cravings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cravings regardless, but close. Yeah, you were definitely craving something chocolate, and you're like, brownies. We're going to get fucking brownies. And so we squat up, go to fucking Safeway, this grocery store, right? We walk in, and like... We we are like some real supermarket sweep fucking watchers in this fucking house. So we like to think that we know our way through a fucking grocery store. But this place was laid out so fucking weird. And we couldn't find the fucking bacon aisle within the first like two minutes. And Ariel sees this guy, runs up to him because he's got the fucking t-shirt and everything. He's stocking and shit. And she goes, excuse me, you can, you know where I can find any brownie meats? And... And he I goes, said mix. Yeah, you go, some brownie mix. That's what and, she meant. Yeah, and so he goes, he looks at her and he goes, brownie meats? <laughs> Fuck it. 
dude, I am dying at this point. I hit the fucking floor and I go, don't worry, I'll translate. Excuse me, good sir. I would like to find your finest brownie mix. Do you know where that might be? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, aisle three. I would <laughs> like to procure. <laughs> Fuck it. Ariel, violently angry at this point, is like, do I fucking sound like that? And I'm no, of course not. <laughs> Just no one in the Northwest knows what you're saying. And that's why I'm here, because I like to be translating this shit. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, you had zero accent, but you just understood. Like, we have some country folk out in Oregon, but not, I don't know, a southern accent just does not make sense. Which I don't think I've gotten better at understanding her. I think she's just lost her accent a little bit, unless she's angry. That's true. Angry Ariel has a, a very thick Georgia accent. Yeah. From the hills, dude. You You can hear it. Really? Yeah. I like that uh, Ariel speaks in like riddles sometimes. <laughs> like. Breadisms? <laughs> it's definitely breadisms. I remember I my came dad. out of my room because I'm a nap. I'm a nappy boy. And she's just like, it's like, whatever. I've been sleeping for like three hours and now it's like five o'clock in the afternoon. She's like, I guess a light does dog shine on a dog's ass every once in a while. Yeah. I said, oh, you're awake. I guess a light does shine on a dog's ass every once in a while. I was like what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> She's like, you know. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Or something about a witch's titty in a brass bra. Oh, or... and it's it's so cold. It's colder than a witch's titty in a brass bra. So I like making up my own now after that. Yeah. She's random I've, nonsense. I have tons. Some of them I can't say on a uh, platform, but. Or you'll get deplatformed for sure. <laughs> I'll get deplatformed. But uh, yeah, they're, um, the, yeah. My dad is a very character. He's a a character. Sup, Parlor? Colorful. You trying to to take us in? (laughs) No, we're not going on Parlor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're pretty good. I I enjoy that. Every time she, like, uh, every once in a while, still to this day, she'll pop out with a new one. And I'm like, oh, I come to appreciate it. I'm like, tell me what that one means. Yeah. I I can't think of any more off the top of my head, though. I made one up the other day. I was like, this is colder than uh, cow's udder in three feet of snow. Yeah, hey, that's pretty cold if you it's ask not me. Good. Yeah, because they're just dragging utter. <laughs> yeah, there's a good one. Um, like I'm sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, that one. No, I think that one's actually pretty common. Yeah. Um, What's the one with the politicians in their pockets? Their hands. Oh in? yeah, it's uh, it's so cold in here. There, I saw a politician with his hands in his own pockets. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's relevant. <laughs> shit, what was it? There's more too. I'm trying to think. Game coin. Yeah, yeah, game queen. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's tons. There's like, it's hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock. Yep. Dude, her dad is so clutch. Like, I've only met him a few times, and I think he's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Like, you can ask that guy. She's called him up on, like, the phone and been like, hey, can you just say some, like, backwards riddles? And the man does not miss a beat. Not and he's a just like, step. are you ready for five minutes of the best things you've ever heard in your entire life? And yeah. then uh, he doesn't even take a breath. Like, that is very impressive. And he says it's so monotone. Like, he doesn't think it's funny. No inflection, nothing. It's nothing. Just, it's just how he is. Yeah. He only talks in riddles. And he'll be like, is that it? Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> is that all you call me for? Oh, <laughs> yeah. glad I could be your puppet for like Back to five the makers. Minutes. Yeah, he's like, 
okay, I got to go. Got a meeting. Or, I, you know, he's like, I've got shit to do. I don't have time for you right now. That's true. And uh, Daddy Brett also does not rest on his morals. He drinks fine bourbon. That's it. Fine bourbon. Don't give him any anything less than H.G. Taylor or Elijah Craig or... Which I'm that. bummed for like, I haven't got a drink with your dad. I've been drunk, real drunk around your dad. But like Thatcher's birthday, I was on duty and man, I feel like I missed out. Dude, when yeah. Thatcher's birthday. You should go to Georgia before you leave. That, that's all I was thinking. I was like, Thatcher's birthday, time to party, right? And yeah. then everyone was like, no, Nate, you don't get a party. And I was like, dude, someone's, someone's going to party with me. And little did I know, the best person in the world, Ariel's dad, just getting a lady. Yeah, dude. He, he showed up and, like, a bunch of, so, like, my brother and, like, a You should go of, down there now. Not interrupt you, Drew. Sorry, I had a thought. Um, you should go down there now because he's fucked up on Percocet. He just had his shoulder done. Dude, true. Maybe this year, next month, I got to make a long drive. There you go. Did you say this year, next month? Yeah, next month when I leave. Oh, well, I'll, yeah, we'll go down with you. Oh, we won't go down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you leave, you can go down. Yeah, fucking. I just remember we uh, on on Thatcher's birthday party. So like, my family was in town. Ariel's family was in town. Fuck. That is fucking stressful. Thank God, actually, that I was on duty because they were both here, and that is man, not a good situation. So well, I, you did come home to my sister in your bed, so. Ayo. Yeah, princess taking my fucking bed. I just wanted to take a nap, but. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I do love both their families and uh, not together in the same house Neither because <laughs> boy, are they not the same people? Yeah. And so awkward. Like my, my youngest brother who is absolutely of drinking age, right? Before this story gets started, I guess. And people think that we're like underage peddling alcohol to my brother, but he fucking was like a little college frat boy and was like, Yo, I'm gonna outdrink everybody in this fucking house right fucking now. Day one shows up, starts just getting hammer fucked by like vodka, and it's like, it's not like good vodka, like Ciroc. I guess it Grey wasn't Goose. even that kind of party. It was a child's birthday party. Yeah, it it was like fucking. Are you bottom- talking about the night before? No, we're talking about the the bottom shelf fucking plastic liquor bottles of vodka. Oh my gosh, my what's the name drank. of that stuff he drinks? I can't fucking skull skull, and so he is hammering down skull with like all of basically like my friends and like are like a couple of other random like family members and stuff, and then like Big Daddy Brett comes out and is like, "Why don't y'all drink some real stuff?" And he pulls out a fucking bottle of Maker's Mark, and he's like, "Y'all can drink this." And Justice was like, "Yeah, I don't really do bourbon. I like vodka," and so. They're like going shot for shot, and he's getting Daddy Brett nice and toasty before we go and eat a metric fucking shit ton of fried fish. And like, dude, a toasty Brett is a happy Brett, and I... He's so funny drunk. The best kind of Brett. He's so hilarious drunk. He will... I've seen him like completely trashed. Maybe twice in my life, because it takes a lot. It takes a whole lot to get him completely trashed. But well, I've and seen he also doesn't just like go ham yeah. every minute of every day. He's well, like yeah. maybe a good. He'll get like a glass of whiskey with dinner if you like if he's really trying to wind down mm-hmm. from a long day. But he he's not like the super college drunk. No, he's you know? not like that. So. Yeah, because like 
His thing is, uh, he calls it a TBD, which is his initials, but it's a rock glass, um, a heavy rock glass, and it has to be heavy. He's very particular about his rock glasses. Um, a heavy rock glass, two ice cubes, and these ice cube forms that he's extremely particular about, they're circles. Yeah, that's important. They're drinking that. Yeah, two of these ice cubes, and then he wants two fingers, so you're index finger and your long finger your birdie finger he wants two of those okay yeah and he wants it like what would you call that like horizontal like sure i guess anyways he wants that like to where you like turn your fingers to the side he wants that much over the ice yeah and he'll drink like two of those and then he's done because he's like you don't want to like ruin the taste and that's probably why he's like really stuck with the makers because he doesn't make. Really like- well, I don't know. He's you know up to his his taste a little bit because he's been going with H. G. Taylor and Elijah oh, Craig yeah, that's and right. that single barrel. You yeah, know. all that stuff. So he's uh yeah, yeah homeboy a uh, a bottle of fifteen year Macallan, some good yeah. scotch or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. He's uh he's very particular. He's a very odd creature. Yeah, but I love him to death. He's he's fucking dope, man. Yeah, and he's it's so funny because he um at first like everybody my sister and I have dated thinks that we hate like my parents hate them. Not really my mom, but my dad hates them because he won't say a fucking word to you. He the I, first time he was here, he did not say a single word. Yeah, he um, won't. Like, he won't talk to you. I was going to work, or I'd come home and be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going, Brad?" No, nothing, not a word, just a. Uh, I'll like, be like, he'll be like, "It's going good." I mean, he'll he'll he's not going to be like an asshole, but he won't carry on conversation. He won't start conversation. That's yeah, the yeah. Thing. I don't like, think. Okay, go ahead. I didn't think it was. I don't think he really talked to me until I was like, I got I got real trash one night. It was like her parents were here. And I'm pretty sure that I was the only one that was just hammered. Mm-hmm. And you were. I'm just telling stupid stories, just being an idiot. And after that, he was just uh, nice. I don't, uh, not like he was mean before, but like he was like, uh, yeah, he would he would converse with me. And- yeah, he was very open to talk. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's like if you can get through that initial barrier, you're good. I mean, Drew and I were married for like, I don't know. Um, how long were we married? Like, eight months i mean a year before yeah. my dad like really and my dad loves drew but like before we were married i think that nate broke a land speed record on opening bread up to talking yeah because it i think the first year that we were together um i remember going to christmas that was like the first time that i met your family Mm-hmm. and that like very first Christmas that we actually had together when we were in Charleston and I drove all the way to Georgia overnight so that I could spend time with you and like surprise you for Christmas and your mom like minute one chit chat chatting me up I know Bart Simpson you know oh yeah rolling, rolled in on my skateboard you know and everything because mm-hmm. I'm a goofy fucking guy like that's she fine. did say that the first time she met Drew Drew went into the living room and she's like Where'd you find, and she was in a mood that day. This was not Christmas when she said this, but she was just like in a, she was just in a mood. She, I told her I was coming home. She's like, okay, I'll see you soon. I didn't tell her I was bringing anybody with me. I walked in with Drew and she's like, got no bra and she's standing at the vent in our kitchen. Cause my dad specifically, when they built their house, she's, a, she smoked cigarettes and he had a vent put in the house to where she wouldn't have to go outside to smoke. She could smoke in the kitchen and it would 
draft the cigarette smoke into the vent and it would not be dispersed throughout the house. Yo, you got to get your man like that. That's, that's a clutch move. Yeah. So she stands in the kitchen and smokes and there's no cigarette smoke anywhere. Like our house has never smelled like smoke and it doesn't affect any of us. Yeah. It doesn't even get out of the vent. Dude. Yeah. That thing sucks yeah. fucking hard. And because my dad has like breathing issues sometimes, um, especially around smoke. So he wanted it to not impact anything else in the house. Anyways, irrelevant. So my mom's standing in the kitchen. I bring Drew in and she looks at me and she's like, I'm like, hey, this is my boyfriend, Drew, I was telling you about. And she's like, it's nice to meet you. So I'm like, um, I was like, I'm going to go upstairs real fast. I was like, you can just sit in the living room. And my mom's like, so I go to go upstairs, like through our dining room. And my mom's like, where'd you find Bart Simpson on his (laughs) skateboard? (laughs) And I'm like. To be fair, at the time, I was still actually, like, longboarding around on mm-hmm. the base and shit. So, like, I was completely 100% fitting her description. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Mama. And she's like, you didn't tell me you were bringing nobody. I don't even have a brawl. I mean, to be fair, I had kind of surprised her, too, because I literally drove to Georgia over fucking night to make this happen. That wasn't that wasn't Christmas, though, when you initially met her. Was that Your memory sucks. No, this wasn't even, this was just a random day. Oh, well, fuck. Well, I remember minute one, like, from when I finally, like, rolled up. I didn't get the Bart Simpson comment from minute one, but, uh, yeah, like, as soon as I started, like, even kind of talking to her, she was, like, opened up, very Mm -hmm. personable, and I had, like, no fucking problems talking to her. She's still one of, like, my favorite people to talk to, and then, uh... Brett, I just, I, I don't know what it was like. I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could like open up at first maybe. And he, you know, he's just not going to initiate conversation. He's one of those that like he, he'll sit around and if you bring up anything that he likes, you know, guns, aliens, um, (laughs) old Navy stories, he has a thousand million billion because, you know, he also was in the Navy, which, you know. Ariel married a very eclectic, weird version of her dad, I guess. I don't know. True. And so, like, he, until I figured out, like, a lot of his really big likes from, like, his YouTube feed, I really didn't know what to say. So it was probably, like, a good year before we started really conversing, like, regularly. But now, like, I mean, even any time that we go to Georgia, I I can sit down, have a full chit-chat with him. I'd riding his brand new big old truck and we just bull out like big boys i feel like you do gotta kind of overwhelm him with conversation be like sorry you don't you don't have a choice but to talk to me yeah it's definitely like that you just have to you just have to continue conversation because he's just like very um very quiet but like when you do get him drinking though for my parents 20th wedding anniversary yeah they had a huge party at their house and Excuse me. Um, they had COVID. A hu- COVID again. Fuck. They had a huge. <laughs> they had a huge party at their house, and my sister had invited a bunch of people over, and my dad knew. What was it? My dad knew one of the kids, like parents that had they had been like invited or they had been invited by my sister, and um, my dad kept saying like, "Who are you again? You're so and so's kid." Oh, I know that. So he went through this like 20 times with this kid before my mom come over and said, you done met him, you drunk bastard. 
Yeah, and her parents are so fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're just so funny. And my dad just, like, started cackling. But, yeah, like, that was – that's just how they are. They're – I mean, they're just cute and funny. Yeah, dude. And Nate broke the fucking land speed record. I think it was because he had, like, gotten really drunk that night. And I was pretty toasted, too. You weren't the only one drinking. But I'm also not sleeping with his daughter, so. That's true. And I was like maybe three Trulies deep at that point. So, <laughs> so he's trash. So yeah. He's a know, big night. I'm her. surprised he's not asleep. Yes. Yeah, so I think you did fall asleep. I think I did on the floor, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping them the whole time dominating conversation. Just be like, you guys are going to listen to an hour of my ghost stories. Dude. That was 100% facts. And they had their own ghost stories to throw back. And it was just, it makes me scared to be in this house by myself literally anytime now. Dude, when you guys were gone for 10 days, it was not cool. Dude. Not about being in the house by myself. Shit's weird. Yeah, our house is just very scary being by yourself. Like I stayed here all the time, and it's not that bad. There's some, well, that's because she's upstairs. If you're downstairs, you hear the people upstairs walking. Dude. I hear it. I don't. I've... Dude, the other night you were fucking, we were laying in fucking bed. Oh, here, let me tell you this, Nate. So the other night, fucking, we're laying in our bed, and uh, we had just put up like a fuckload of laundry. All right. Laundry day in this house, fucking miserable. That's, every day is laundry day in this house. It's fucking miserable, dude. I. I hate doing laundry these days and Ariel hates doing laundry. And I, sometimes I'm like, dude, I have to help. I've been a useless fat piece of shit the entire fucking like month. And so I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do all the laundry and I never do it right. I fuck it up every fucking time. And uh, I'm not going to say I get verbally accosted about it, but Ariel gets very disappointed mom with me sometimes. And she's like, dude, if you're going to do the fucking laundry, I'd rather you at least like put it all up too. And I'm like, that's so much work. Or at least fold it and put it in a basket. Like, just don't take it out of the dryer and throw it in a basket. Like, that, like, just fold it. Like, I don't even care if you put it up. Just at least take the extra, like, 10 minutes to fold it and put it in a basket and put it upstairs. Yeah. So we put it, we were putting up all our laundry the other night and we fucking lay in bed and we hear, like, we had the door closed because Thatcher's asleep at this point, and we hear a fucking knock at the door, and I could have swore it was Nate, and Ariel could have swore it was Nate, and she's like, and I go, come in, and fucking Ariel gets up and opens the door, and I was like, wait, there's someone at the door, and she's like, that shit happened the other fucking night, like, you heard something, didn't you? I was like, I mean, yeah, I thought I heard the door knock, and so, I mean, you fucking hear it, you just... Yeah, but Nate was also cooking, and that Nate was cooking the other night when I heard it too. Dude, when I, I'll go into your guys' room, you know, because uh, you got a full length mirror, and I gotta see how I look before I go out. Yeah, that's facts. It gives me the heebie-jeebies when I go up there, especially Thatcher's room. I'm like, mm, yeah, Dude. I'm I'm cool on being up in this area of the house. Yeah, and I remember telling you like the fucking time that Thatcher had run up fucking stairs, and I didn't know about it, and like I passed out on the couch. You were already asleep on the couch, and. Ariel, I think, was, like, upstairs either in her room. I think it was, like, right after surgery. So she was still, like, still kind of, like, on her recovery drugs. And I fucking... I was high. I, like, wake up and I go, fuck, dude. And it's, like, scares you awake. And I'm like, where is Thatcher? And you're like, I don't know, man. I've been asleep the whole time. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) And so I had to fucking run upstairs real quick because I was like, dude, he's not down here. I checked every fucking room. Most of the doors are closed downstairs at the time. So I run upstairs real quick and 
I'm like, where the fuck is Thatcher? Where is he at? And I like open the door and Ariel's sleeping in her bed and fucking the bathroom door shut. And I see Thatcher's door is like kind of cracked. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, maybe he's in there. I open the door. It's it's like pitch fucking black in there. But I see Thatcher's outline sitting like mid wall across the room and he's just staring. And I was like, hey, bud, um, are, are you OK, bud? You, you, you doing good? And he kind of is still like very staring straight and he kind of looks at me and then he smiles and he goes, dad, dad. And I'm like, OK, bud, uh, don't fucking say that. <laughs> Please don't kill me. And I pick him up and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Uh, hey, did you like did you like poop or something? And he hit, he had shit and like that was fine. But I have never been more scared in my fucking life of you know, like a children of the corn incident happening where I pick him up and he just stabs me in the fucking neck. Haven't you like, I feel like there's been times that you've like, cause he will like cry, right? When he like wakes up or something like the normal baby cry. But I feel like there's been times at least that you told me about that. He'll just wake up like screaming and you guys like run up there and he's just staring into the corner of the room. Dude it is fucking weird sometimes, but like, I'd like to think that our house is not haunted, but you know. Which the first night I stayed here, uh, I don't think you guys were here. Something, I don't know. Or no, you guys were here. I didn't stay here the first few nights. But the first night I stayed here, I had a dream that, and the whole house was like pretty much put together, and there's like the living room had the couches and stuff in it. And I had a dream that the house was exactly the way it was. And I just walked into the living room and sat down on the couch and all around me just sat all the ghosts of the house. And I just talked to them about like what, like who they were. I just met all the ghosts of the house. And ever since then I was like, yeah, no, this is too weird of a, <laughs> such a weird dream. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Dude, and I told you, you about that. Yeah. It was weird, dude. I'm, ugh fucking scares the shit out of me sometimes i don't know man yeah you can hear the fucking you hear people like walking around upstairs and there's no one in the fucking house but you so i totally feel that i cannot fucking stay in this house by myself and ariel's like why don't you go upstairs and go to bed like sometimes when i go to sleep on the couch and when she's like doing homework late and i'm like no nah, i can't fucking fall asleep up there dude <laughs> yeah i'm cool <laughs> I, like i get the fucking heaves very hard when i just lay in that bed by myself i have to have somebody <laughs> laying next to me that way at least i can get the reassuring like you're not crazy you definitely did hear some weird shit you know it used to be the downstairs rooms that I, I didn't like but now like when i'm anytime i'm sleeping on the couch or like when you guys are gone they guaranteed every single night there is just people walking upstairs. It scares me. Because it's so not just much. a creak. It's like you can hear it go all the way across the floor. Like one thing at a time. I'm like, man, just don't come downstairs. Yeah. yeah for fucking real, dude. But yeah, fucking. I love having a haunted house. It scares the fuck out of me. I don't know. Every fucking day. Dude. <clears throat> so there's, there's one thing I want to I want to bring up is. Everywhere that we've lived, this is changing subjects, but everywhere that we've lived, somehow I end up in the place in the house that is like very nearest to like the main living area. And nothing was more, nothing was worse than in uh, the apartment we lived in in Virginia where the 
main bathroom was literally attached to my bedroom. Oh, fuck yeah. My, the, the bathroom door in my bedroom was maybe like, I'd say four feet from my bed, which immediately on the other side of the door was the toilet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Which, do we want to bring up the Chinese food incident? Oh, yes. I knew where we were going with it. <laughs> Arrow's looking to me confused, so I'm going to continue on. No. We press forward. <laughs> you don't remember, Ariel. Don't worry, you will. So keep going, bud. So I love this before part. this, like, we they would have, like, uh, friends over or whatever, and... You know, people would have to go to the bathroom. And so I'm just laying in my bed watching TV or something. And then someone just starts like pissing next to my fucking head. Yeah. Well, one day I. We're not talking about this. We have to. We're not. It's so good. We're not talking about this. We already got the goldfish. (laughs) We're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. Come on. I draw the line. (laughs) We got to go get Thatcher anyway. It's 405. Fuck. We're not talking about this. All right, we're talking about this. Don't worry. You and I, we're going to talk about this on- (laughs) No, we're not. We're not talking about this. All right. I draw the line. (laughs) Okay. Drew? We get to watch other people's shit stories? All right. It's fine. (laughs) I got to hear all the the bodily functions that have ever existed. Dude, it was- I felt so bad for you because I think your room has always been at- Next to the toilet. (laughs) Just toilet room. Yeah, it's, it's fucking rough. Actually, yes, they all have been next to the bathroom. All right, well, we do have to go pick our son up, so I guess we're gonna we're gonna cut it from there. But hey, if you guys have uh, crazy stories, let us know. We are at uh, dhdpod at gmail Send us all your crazy stories and uh, let us know what's going on. That was episode six, boys. Uh, See you next time on Down Home Dysfunction. We want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Down Home Dysfunction. If you enjoyed this episode, rate us five stars wherever you're listening and share it with your friends. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive the newest episodes as soon as they're released. Do you have dysfunctional stories? We want to hear them. Send us your stories to our messenger on Facebook or send us an email at dhdpod at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Down Home Dysfunction.